Hello and welcome to The Rabbit Hole, the definitive developers podcast in fantabulous Chelsea, Manhattan. I'm your host, Michael Nunez. My co-host today, Dave Anderson, and our producer, William Jeffries. And today we'll be talking about the last responsible moment. Similar to when we decide what episode we're going to record, we usually leave that for the last responsible moment. Yes, that's when I feel really inspired. And also, like, I I feel like for us, like, we actually feel more fired up about the topic that we're talking about. It's like if we decide in advance, then maybe when we get to the studio, we're not feeling as excited and we're not as invested in it. But there are actually good reasons to do things at the last responsible moment in programming as well. You never have less information than you do right now. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's if, true. If you leave it for the last responsible moment, that's the most information you're going to have. I guess that's the the reason why you do it. Yeah, I guess there's a, there's a trade off though because like you can't you can't decide too late with some of these things. I guess we can we can get into that. Yeah, then that's an irresponsible moment. That's true. <laughs> that's that's that actually is, very true. Yeah. So you have so it's the last responsible moment. Or if not, it'll be the last irresponsible moment, which is really, or, really bad. Or just one of the irresponsible moments. Yeah, or many yeah. irresponsible <laughs> moments. The least responsible moment. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I think, so when do you, so when does planning, I guess, or like doing things before the last responsible moment would pay off before you do it versus doing it later in life, I guess. I guess like a pretty classic uh, example of deciding things at the last responsible moment is the phrase like Yagni, which is you ain't going to need it. Yeah. So there may be a feature that you think is really cool and you want to build out like there's this awesome button you want to add to the page and it's going to do the best things for for whatever situation. <laughs> but you ain't going to need it. Yeah, you, you really don't need it. Like you could build it and spend all this time on making it really great, but then maybe no one ever clicks on it. So you gotta you gotta ask yourself like what is the button that you really need to build, right? And this goes for both like developers and and other contributors who may want to add all these things to the website, but may not actually paint the full picture of the you know most viable product that you're trying to build. And and even when before you get to actual whole feature sets at an architectural level or even at an implementation level when you're building out an app, it's really easy to prematurely optimize and, you know, uh, make it so flexible that you could connect it to a SQL database or a NoSQL database or to a web app or to uh, Redis or, you know, and all, you don't actually need to connect to any of those things because it's all available in like one flat file. And if you just make it work with flat file, you're, you're, if, you just make, if you just make it work with the flat file, then you're done. Right. Yeah, and that's like, the prototype like that may not be the final thing that you end up shipping like it may not be the thing that is uh the best version of the product but it's something that works for right now and so that's 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 why you'll you'll go with that rather than delaying it longer so that you can add this additional uh overhead into the the product because you you ain't gonna need it yeah Yeah. (laughs) although like there are some things that you you might want to decide even though they're further in advance like if if you want to decide if there is going to be a database maybe you should decide that like <laughs> maybe you shouldn't do the flat file thing premature like, optimization who <laughs> <laughs> needs databases i mean if you decide what programming language you're going to be starting your project in you probably can't 
put that off too long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to choose early. At least the programming language. At least the programming language. Um, who gets to exercise the Yagni? Like, who who gets to call that out? Like, oh, well, you ain't going to need it. Like, nope, not doing it. How does that work? People who are, you know, is it the developer who's looking at this feature and then wondering, hey, I don't think we're going to need this? Or is it like, you know, from the stakeholder who then tells the product owner, like, oh, I don't think we're going to need this. Like, like is, this, is anyone fair game to call a Yagni on something? I think the Yag that you are currently shaving should call Yagni on you. Wait, wait, the what? <laughs> Say that again? So the there's this term yak shave. Okay. Yak shaving is when you are, it, it's a term, I think it came out of MIT like many decades ago, but the story goes that somebody was trying to, let's say, build a web server and they went to brew install and they found that they needed to update brew. So they tried to update brew, but their web connection wasn't working very well. So they tried to call their internet service provider. The call didn't go through because they actually had their sister's phone. So they went to go drive to their sister's house who lived in another town in order to trade phones because they mistakenly swapped. And halfway there, the guy runs out of gas. So he pulls over and he finds a farm and he goes and approaches the farmer and he says, hey, you know, I'm trying to you know, get to my sister's apartment to swap phones and I ran out of gas. Can you, you know, can you give me some, can you give me a lift? And the farmer says, well, yeah, I mean, sure, but you know, I'm going to need something in exchange. Could you help me out? I I got this yak over here that you need to (laughs) shave. So the guy's like, you know, he's all right. He takes the clippers and he starts shaving the yak and he thinks to himself, why am I doing this again? Oh, that's right. It's because I needed to, I needed to set up that web server. Oh my gosh. That's the yak shave. You're like so many levels removed from the thing you were originally doing that you stop and you're like, I'm, I'm doing, do I really need to shave a yak right now? <laughs> Is that really needs to I, happen? <laughs> I wonder maybe if I had in the very beginning just like downloaded the, the, the utility that I needed off of the website rather than using brew. Oh my gosh. Or like... There's so many different paths that you could have gone down right. that would have saved you so much time and energy. And that's, you know, that's one of those moments where like, you ain't going to need it. Right. You, you, you ain't going to need it. Right. So the Agar now at a farm, someone's farm, yak shaving. Yeah. When right. You, when you could have totally avoided that. But we, you might, you might need it eventually. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Well, you know, if you shave that yak, you might get some nice wool and you can make <laughs> You never know Christmas when that's going to come. Yeah. <laughs> right. So you said the person who is yak shaven can call Yagni. That was the phrase. We saw, my, the joke was the yak you are currently shaving should call Yagni on you. But really, I mean, I think Dave's right. Anybody should be able to call Yagni on you. When you notice that you are shaving a yak, that's when you should think to yourself, I better Yagni myself. Ah, okay. Right. So, so yeah. don't be the yak that's getting shaved. I mean, I guess that's, that's one of the benefits of pair programming too because like I, I i will often go down rabbit holes when i'm go by myself and I, I will like think things through to a very high degree right but if someone else is there it's like maybe we should do something we right. should actually write code maybe not too much code just enough code i <laughs> like, see yeah you know <laughs> code code that you're gonna need that, exactly that's and i think i think what you mentioned before with pair programming you're less likely to yak shave with two people 
because you have the other person to say, wait, hold on, why, why, why am I holding the yak and you got the clippers or vice versa? It's just right. like, it's just like, oh, wait, we have this thing. Let's, let's just program or let's like bring this up to the product owner and figure out why are we actually doing this kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. Like, unless they're also really into shaving yaks. For what, if, what if the app that you're building has to do with shaving yaks? do you need it (laughs) i think you will i think you will need it what is that app yik yak yik yak yeah man (laughs) i think their mascot is an app is is a yak i don't wait now i have to google that i have no idea what you're talking about so yik yak yeah yik yak yeah everyone go google this was like a like one of those terrible corners of the internet that was Last, I see, on the verge. Yik Yak, once valued at 400 million, shuts down. I think that's 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 probably for the best. I think that was mostly used for harassing people on college campuses. Oh, wow. I have no idea. I mean, it is what appears to be emoticon of a yak, I think. Listeners, feel free to go and Google the Yik Yak. <laughs> or maybe don't. Maybe, no, maybe don't. Maybe I think we're, think we're gonna yak me that. Yeah, you guys, you don't need to see this logo of this like defunct company that we're only talking about because we've fallen into this rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So yeah. So I mean, we have to consciously, like, when we do the work that we do as developers, we should constantly ask ourselves, like. Why, right? Like, why are we building this? Is this the simplest thing that could possibly work? Right. Yeah. And I guess like, rather than building in like absolute flexibility because you don't know, you just make an assumption and go with it and be like, okay, I I accept that this may not be the best thing, but this is, this is what's going to work for right now. And we'll, uh, we'll come back to it. And I mean, like the benefits of, of Yagni is... For one, you don't have to build this. You don't have to make anything more complex than it needs to. And then and then you have less code to maintain. Exactly. And by maintaining less code, you're more likely to build better features more with more clarity. It'll be mm-hmm. easier to build the feature that you really need. Yeah. Although I guess like a, a, a danger of kind of waiting for the last responsible moment or like kind of thinking too close in the near term is that you might kind of end up thrashing with some features. Like you might write some code because it works right now and you make, okay, well, this is, this is what we need for this very, this very moment. And there could be something more responsible you could do. You could like re-architect the thing and it will cost you a lot uh, of time and energy, but it will just invalidate everything that you've done previously. So sometimes you might need to actually buckle down and be like, you know what? We, we actually do need to do this thing that is going to be hard and, uh, you know, invest, our time and energy to get it done. Dave, you've been waiting for the last responsible moment to build that new version of pair tricks, right? Oh yeah. When I, is I, that happening? I, <laughs> like we've been using this uh, pairing tool, which is like largely great, but there's, there's one thing that kind of bugged me about it. I really wanted to have random pair assignments and like there's this button you can click in the tool and it like has this really exciting feature where they're like the rows light up and the columns light up and it looks like it's like, finding a random pair but it's always just filtering down to the the next available one uh, which like makes me kind of sad i want it like random but you can't teach an old pair new tricks <laughs> exactly <laughs> this guy, exactly this guy. uh <laughs> so i was like talking with with stacy the other day 
here at the office and I was like, yeah, I really want to do this thing. I think it'd be a great project for myself and whatever. And I just haven't started it yet. And she's like, why, why do you even need to do that? Like you ain't going to need it. I, yeah. She's like, literally like you, you aren't going to need that. You just get a bag and you put Legos in it and you have two, two Legos of each color. And then you just have everyone pick out one Lego. And if your if your Legos match color, then you're a pair. So rather than creating an app, you have physical things that will choose the pair. Exactly. MVP. Like the MVP was a bag. And 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 a couple (laughs) Legos you could get on 23rd Street. And that's what I was like. I was like, I'm going to 23rd Street. I want to get some Legos. And then we thought of a couple other cool Lego things. And I'm like, okay. Nice. I'm going to 23rd Street. Oh, yeah. And I'm I'm going to get a bag. (laughs) Go and shop. Did they have both the bag and Legos? I don't know if they sell bags. You can probably use the Lego bag when you (laughs) bought your Legos. Exactly, yeah. I I, I might just get that for free. Uh, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Another thing that I was uh, thinking about a little bit is like, you know, if you're building CRUD app, you know, when should you design and build the front end? Like, where does that fit in? Oh man, I feel like that's, that's, I, I can't yak me that one. Like you need that. Like I would want, <laughs> I would want you to build the front end like first and have one that like have one feature that actually works. So like if you are making a pair tricks, then I would think the first thing that you would want to do is build a UI where you can show a matrix. Right. Mm-hmm. And then maybe the only value is that they can print it out and write people's names down on it. But you know, there is something complete that goes all the way from the back end to the front end that, that delivers some amount of value. I would say like the Yagni bit would be all of the all of the niceties that you haven't done any user interviews to confirm that people actually want. Yeah, that's 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 a good that's a good question or a good point. Like maybe sure. that one killer feature that you want. Like do other people want it? Yeah, yeah. Although I, I guess like there's some value in getting some real data on, on the page or like something that looks like real data. So I know there are some tools that could help you like mock out a backend. If, if building a backend might be too much of a commitment for the early part of the project you're in. Or like, skip building either a front end or a backend and use a prototyping tool. Yeah. Like a bag. <laughs> and some Legos. I was thinking like Envision, but yeah, bag yeah. even better. Oh, <laughs> actually, that's that's more advanced. Yeah, I, I dig that. You can you can also go a little higher tech than the bag. Proto.io, mm. Balsamic. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. What are the cool kids using these days? I think I think you mentioned the the cool kids. Zeppelin. Right there. Zeppelin's pretty hot these days. Oh right, yeah. So all right, when is the last responsible moment to get into crypto? Yesterday. <laughs> it's always <laughs> yesterday. Always it will be. I guess. I've been I've been a huge uh, proponent to cryptocurrency and just been throwing all my money at it since yesterday. And I wish I threw it yesterday. I think you're just trying to trick us into buying in to bid up the price yeah. so that you can sell. <laughs> guys, 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 seriously, Doge. Dogecoin is, is, you know, one Doge equals one Doge nowadays. So we should, you should definitely get on that. Can you Wait, buy a Doge that t- with a Dogecoin? No, no, that's, 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 that's the meme. That's the meme. <laughs> <laughs> that's the meme. One Doge will always equal one Doge. That's, that's the uh, Doge guarantee. Money yeah, back. Exactly. Much wild, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it's so great. 
Yeah, I don't know. Like I, me personally, I'm not entirely convinced. Like, you know, there are other investment vehicles that, that don't have like dog mascots, but you know, will provide me with a steady return over the many years until I retire. So, when is the last responsible moment to start investing in like traditional assets? Yeah, you just you know, just do a little bit of time. I think the same thing's true for for crypto too. Honestly, <laughs> like you're not putting all your money right. Like yeah, you, no, no. I, I I have a savings account. I'm not throwing all my money in there. Where okay. I go, <laughs> don't ever do that. Don't ever do that. But I think uh, what William was saying, like even for traditional, you're doing a little at a time. And yeah, yeah. Crypto, you you play around with that too. I mean, again. What yeah, me, man. Who needs yeah. a retirement account? Exactly. <laughs> you ain't gonna need it until you do. Wait, <laughs> least wait, responsible wait, moment. Wait, yeah, we, we're gonna need that. Yeah, man. you definitely need that. We don't know if uh, Social Security will be around by the time we're old. So, alert, it won't. Yeah. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, be sure to invest. You're gonna need it. Right. For sure. Uh, okay. Yeah. This has been uh, financial advice down, <laughs> down the financial rabbit hole. <laughs> exactly. Awesome. Cool. So for the last responsible moment of this episode, do we have any teaching learns that we want to share? Yeah, actually, I've been looking more into doing some public speaking. And uh, a friend of mine has been trying to organize a Petra Kucha night, which is like a fun, really fun word to say. It's a fun word to say. <laughs> I had to look this up online to find the pronunciation. It was a challenge. But <laughs> yeah, basically it's uh, just a fun format for doing a talk. Basically you have 20 slides that automatically transition every 20 seconds and you need to time your talk according to that. So in the end you'll be talking for around like six minutes and change and yeah, people just do it on whatever interests them just to, you know, get some practice in uh, feeling comfortable doing public speaking and also like pacing themselves, keeping, keeping the, it's snappy. I'd love to see someone do that with somebody else's slides. Yeah, actually that, that was something that she said you can do if you're like, you know, a black belt, Pachacucha. <laughs> hard mode? Is that like hard, hard, hard mode, Pachacucha? Oh, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. So you can just, you know, randomize the slide deck and then get a random slide deck Oh no! and just go for it. Yeah. Hard mode. Yeah. We, we were, we were thinking we could ask Madeline if she would do it. Oh, that's <laughs> crazy. She's an improv person. Oh, cool. All right. Awesome. Hopefully the Pechacucha kicks off and and you get the necessary exp- experience. You get the necessary experience to Pechacucha. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> cool. So this is the finale of the episode. Just one quick reminder to our listeners out there. If you're interested in climbing, I know that that seems to be a thing that developers do. It's like either coffee or climbing. Coffee, climbing, coding. Coding, yeah. Coffee, climbing, coding. C-words. Yeah. So so all the coders who climb, Stride has a Stride event that is being sponsored at Brooklyn Boulders. But don't be confused. It's in Queens, this particular Brooklyn Boulders event. Bait and switch. Um, Yeah. The good old bait and switch. Good. Yeah. Good name, Brooklyn Boulders. <laughs> hey, at least it's not in the Bronx. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Brooklyn Boulders in the Bronx will be extremely confusing. So Stride has an event in Brooklyn Boulders located at 2310 41st Avenue, Long Island City, New York, 11101 on January 25th of this year. 
people who I believe what is let me see if I can find the code. If you mention Stride, you will receive 15% off your admission. So feel free to pass by. We'll be there from seven to nine in the green room. There'll be a lot of developers and consultants back there. So feel free to come and talk code and climb safely, I guess. I think I'll probably be there and it will be my first time climbing on purpose. <laughs> don't ask me when I've ever climbed by accident. I don't remember, but I'm sure I must have. <laughs> Continue on. I like to thank my co-host today. Thanks, Dave, for coming on down. Thanks, man. And our producer, William Jeffries. Pleasure to be here. I'm Michael Nunez. Feel free to hit us up at twitter.com slash Radio Free Rabbit. And if you haven't, subscribe and give us a five-star rating on iTunes. This is The Rabbit Hole. We'll see you next time.